0: There is a podcast no one asked for. A podcast you never knew you didn't want. Three beers in. This is the podcast.
1: I
2: anticipate
1: a uh, experience.
3: welcome to three beers in this is ross and today we are at independence brewing today we have clint hello joel he's there (laughs) and as a special guest we have Brandon radicke and you are the head brewer here at independence right that's right all right you want to you want to tell us a little bit about yourself or what you do here?
4: Yeah, I've been head brewer here for about 4 years now. I've uh, been here a total of 6 years mm-hmm. and love it making beer, making good beer and making a lot of people happy. That's a dream. It's a great place to be.
3: Yeah. Well, making beer, I don't know about making everybody happy, but
2: <laughs> not everybody's going to like everything. Yeah. Uh
3: but yeah, that yeah, it was interesting cuz I was reading about cuz you were just here for a couple years and all of a sudden you were you were head brewer
4: yeah that's right. right time, right place yeah um, and we had somebody leave and went for a little while without a head brewer, and then I was lucky enough to uh to step in and fill that spot.
3: that's really cool because yeah. uh also I was reading that you're really into home brewing right and and you had done oh yeah you had i I think what your your advice that I had read was just keep doing it, just like brew and brew and brew, yeah. Yeah. Yep,
4: same batch over and over and over until, until you, get, you it get it right.
3: It yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we recently just started home brewing. Nice. Three yeah. yeah. days ago. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Literally, we just started. We, we bought yeah. our first
5: kits and like went went and did it. So yeah. we'll Sweet. see how they turn out. Yeah. Sweet. I'm so, hoping good. But uh, if not, it's
3: the first batch. So you know. So, yeah, it'll be so, good.
5: So tell us more about your history within brewing. So you started off home brewing. You did that right. for how many years um, before you decide <coughs> career move.
4: I started off back in 2003, got a homebrew kit from my sister for Christmas and, uh, and I was kind of slow, get started with it, but, um, got a couple of brews under my belt, uh, extract batches and then something happened. I just, uh, really fell in love with beer at that same time. So I took off. I really wanted to get into all grain. So Mm -hmm. I think I did two more batches of extract and then moved into all grain and, and little after I started, um, I went on a Three month trip to uh, to Europe
3: and uh, hit yeah, up. from a lot of a lot of the brewers that we've talked to, that that's kind of what gets them started. Really, they yeah. they see how it is in uh, you know Germany and and Belgium and everything, and they taste beer that's been brewed for like hundreds and hundreds of years, and and they just fall in love, and then they yep. want to bring it back and come back and do that. Yeah, that was exactly what
4: happened there. A lot of good beer.
3: So did did you have a favorite style to brew or? Um, like when you were doing homebrew before? I'd say when
4: I started, it was mostly pale ales and IPAs Uh that I really wanted to get down. That was uh, my favorite beers that I was drinking at the time. So I really focused on those styles. And then I kind of moved into the more malty beers, um, stouts, porters, even brown ales. Mm -hmm.
5: So So where do you end up now? Like, where is your flavor profile? (laughs) What What do you go to?
4: Um... Man, I'm, I'm, I'm into lager beers. Yeah. Lager beers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We want,
3: we want to move to that one day, but, uh, lagering in Texas.
4: Yeah. yeah. We're, we're just starting up the lager beers here at Independence. We hadn't we hadn't yeah, had the, the tank Helles space. Was,
3: the Hellas was like your first production logger, That's right, yeah. yeah.
4: We, we did one batch before that with the guys from Brown Sabbath. They're a band here out of Texas yeah. that does Sabbath covers, kind of Latined out and oh, cool, kind of oh, jazz. Oh, wow,
3: that makes sense. Okay, Brown <laughs> Sabbath. All right. Yeah, they have,
4: they have a band called Brown Out, and then they do Brown Sabbath. And, and more recently, they do um, Fear of a Brown Planet. It's like a public enemy. <laughs> yeah. nice. um, but wow. it, they're really good. They got like a brass section and a uh, oh, cool. percussionist and a drummer. But All we right. did a lager with him. It was more of a Vienna-style
5: lager. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So, fans. Yeah, fans really we are yeah. fans of Vienna-style lagers. Man,
4: so yeah. I, I love Vien- a good Vienna-style lager. It's kind of hard to come by sometimes, yeah. but yeah. when yeah. you find one, it's, it's pretty special.
3: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, right now we have your new Pilsner. It's native Texan Pilsner. Yep. Native Texan. Is this the first day you're canning it? We ran some about 2 weeks ago.
4: Mhm. We yeah. ran. We had a 60 barrel batch that we ran and then this is a 180 barrel batch that we're running today. Okay,
2: cool. Awesome. All right, so, so everybody first taste. Ears. Yeah.
5: Oh,
3: that's nice. Yeah. I really love a pilsner anyway, but this is this is a great pilsner.
5: Yeah, it's one of my favorite styles. Now this this looks uh this looks mighty light. Serious, uh, yeah, very a nice light. yellowish color. I think that'd be Maybe straw. Maybe a little bit more gold
4: yeah it's uh unfiltered oh, yeah, we do on. run through a centrifuge so clears it up a little bit, but we are about uh seven or eight weeks in the tank for this beer so no nice, nice. okay it takes a little while to get through but yeah this beer is a hundred percent german Pilsner malt mm-hmm. uh we use a, a of, we use a tiny bit of i say a hundred percent we use a tiny bit of kefoam and a tiny bit mm-hmm. of acidulated malt just um, just to balance out like use, the p h and everything that's right yeah, yeah. okay. And then um, we do a longer boil on it, and then we're using um, mostly hollertown middle fruit hops. Okay, yeah, um, I just
3: I was using those the other day. Yeah, I actually put them in a stout. Nice
4: or a porter. A porter so,
3: porter. oh, porter. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully
5: yeah, they're the nice,
4: nice stick. clean hop. Uh, yeah, kind of R- more on the earthy R- side. R- Ross
5: here got ambitious and went straight to all grain. Oh yeah, <laughs> I started out with all grain. So that's, we have a one yeah, that's gallon. That's what's up. That's how you do it. We have a one gallon all grain.
3: porter. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to start out with five gallons. If if I. It's screwing up five gallons versus screwing up one gallon uh, I yeah. Get, I got you. yeah i think that's a good way to start i, I, nice. so. I hope but yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, li- I'm liking this you got the malts in it but you can also really taste those hops it's got more of like a crisp finish to it whereas the malts don't linger
5: yeah the uh the bitterness of the hops isn't overpowering either right. which is really nice for me because some pilsners you got it you get that strong bitterness yeah. at the end sort of ipa and then some pilsners like this Re- one.
3: Like Revolver makes their long range pills. They use mosaic, and I'm not a big fan of mosaic. It's really aggressive sometimes, and that's the first note you really get in that that beer, the aggressive hops. And then it's got really nice malt in the back, but the aggressive hops just kind of it just feels unbalanced a little bit. Yeah, I think yep.
4: American hops are tough, uh, tough to to use with a with a uh, like a German style pills. Right. I mean, it, it's you're kind of competing those malts and hops are clash a little bit, uh, for me. But, um, we do use a little bit of uh, amarus on the end of this, which is a French hop. Mm. Um, oh, cool. I think it gives it a little bit more of a kind of lemony.
3: Yeah. I definitely mm. taste that. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the, that's the crisp taste that I'm tasting. Cause I was like, Sort of I, of the, the wait, re- did we get the Berliner Weiss instead? So, <laughs> sort of like the
5: uh, refreshing finish at yeah, the end of it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Could, yeah.
3: It, it's, and it's really nice with the because you got you know the sweet malts and then a little lemony finish. Yeah,
5: yeah, that is really nice. So, what was this just a, uh, a a recipe that you had been toying with for a while, or did you like just say, okay, I'm setting out, I'm gonna make a Pilsner, boom, here here's what we're gonna do.
4: Um, yeah, we, we have a, a three and a half barrel pilot system,
5: which is, that's
3: where we're recording. Which is, we're in, right? sitting your, right by it, yeah. Yeah, your pilot room or, um,
4: yeah. so I, I did get to brew some test batches of this one. I brewed a smaller Pilsner. This one's about 5.2 ABV. Mm-hmm. I brewed one that was four and a half percent called cold as ice.
0: You're as cold as ice. Willing's.
3: Oh yeah. And so that was, are we ever going to see that? Um, well,
4: no, we've already gone through it in the tasting room. Yeah. Uh, and I may brew it again on the pilot system, but we don't, that well, scaled you up now, to so turn yeah, into this. Exactly. Yeah, So right, I get you. So that's that's that, but um, but yeah, I did like the, the lower ABV and it was slightly different, but it was, yeah. you could see where it was going.
5: Yeah, so you, you said that one was cold as ice or whatever, and this is native Texan. Yeah. Are, are there things that you just, is it more taste-driven? Like, what makes you call a beer a certain name for you? <laughs>
3: uh, Do you get to come up with names, or is it not like all a the community time? Or?
4: Yeah, it's a, a joint effort. A lot of times we spin different names with each other, and uh, we'll put them up on the whiteboard and kind of circle back around and yeah. circle some and X out others. Native Texan is not one that I named, but a lot of times I think the beers I name are music references yeah. or you know so
3: did you you did you name cowboys cowboys from Hellas? i did yeah okay that cool. was
4: another one that started as a pilot brew and that name stuck in the tasting room everybody liked the name so yeah we kept oh, like, it. yeah
3: i thought it, i thought it was really good yeah. really good uh, reference there heck yeah yeah the only one i i, I kind of like better is oasis has a hellas that's uh you can all go to hellas i'm going to texas <laughs> nice, nice. Like yeah, uh, Sam Houston <laughs> quote. Yeah,
1: that's
5: strong. Oh, yeah,
3: good name right
1: there. It's a bit long, but mm. imagine ordering that every time. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Wait, what do you During want? Hellas I season. want the Hellas. No, no, yeah. no. You to call by the right name.
3: <laughs> and the thing is, I don't think they even have that in their tap room right now. No,
1: nope. I even didn't though see this, it. That you know, was a perfect,
3: perfect time for Hellas, but
1: a lot of pale ales. Yeah, I
4: haven't tried that pants. one yet, but they're making some pretty good beers over there. Yeah, I just had the. Two point one three. Oh, yeah.
5: Yep.
1: Cool. Really good. That's what I had when I went.
4: Yeah, that yeah. yeah, was really
5: good. So, favorite non independence beer? Oh. Since we're on we're the we're doing of this other right now. Well, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. we're on. It's, it's uh. a nice segue. We're already talking about someone else's Here beer. comes that Let's segue. Go. Oh,
3: There's, wait, no, that's an electric scooter. Yeah. There's a
4: lot. Um, <laughs> I have to say, um, industry pills, ABGBs. Oh, yeah. One of my all time favorites. Um, but in the fridge, other than my beers, I usually, you could find some um, some Coors Banquet and some Miller High Life.
5: <laughs> that's
4: my that's cheap the second, no, Yeah, That's the
5: second Miller High Life from someone within the industry. <laughs> yeah. uh, champagne we, the, to beer? Yeah. The, the, what was to beer. Mike go. over at, uh, Live yeah, at Live Oak. Yeah, Live Oak. If I had to yeah. pick one from the big three, it'd be Miller High Life.
4: Yeah. yeah I do yeah. love me some Live Oak pills, too. Oh, Yeah. yeah. And I love that Grodd. I don't know, a lot of people here are torn on that beer, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'd want to drink oh. it every day. That's
1: good. We, we
3: tasted we, we taste on the episode the, that we did the over Gronkowski. there. The Gronkowski. Yeah. yeah but the it was Grodd the S- C- second smoky
1: beer that we liked that, a lot, right? Yeah, the yeah. second one I liked, uh, the Schwarzer
3: Rausch. Yeah. I thought it had a lot better balance with the smoke and the malt. Yeah, Yeah.
4: Yeah, that grot is real dry, and yeah. oh, it's yeah, like and 3% and I percent think ABV. That's yeah. probably
3: why a lot of people like it, though, because people like, you yeah. know, just want something lighter.
5: Um, We're a big Light we're also, smoky. We also like the Big Bark. So oh, could, yeah, they're could, Vienna Lager. Yeah,
3: of yeah. course. Yeah, that is a nice
5: beer. It's a solid one.
3: And their Liberator. What about the Hefeweizen? Let's
5: not keep talking about. <laughs> all right, yeah. Let's not go through all of their beers. We've already, we've already given they They're all them good. Their, they're all they've good. already gotten yeah. their episode. Let's yeah. get back on track here, guys. Independence. Oh, so, yeah.
3: So, yeah, I was also reading that you distribute in Arkansas as well.
4: We do. Um, That was a new venture for us this this past year. Yeah. uh, It's going pretty well. Arkansas. I was fortunate enough to go out there and uh, meet some of the people, uh, the craft brewers over there. and, And there's some good beer. And I think they're coming up in the beer scene. Uh, making some pretty good beer over there. That's so, cool. How do you yeah. decide on Arkansas?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's what I was wondering.
4: Yeah, I don't, I don't really know where that, how that came from. I think um, Amy and Rob, the owners here at Independence, were were traveling and um, met some of the distributors in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not really sure how that how that came about. Oh, well,
5: that's cool. I, no, I figure I'm going to make up my own story. They went to <laughs> Arkansas and they were like, "Man, all these beers suck. Yeah, you they get go. some good beer here." let's give them some native (laughs) texas yeah
1: Yeah.
5: i mean that
3: i guess that's kind of how it is in in fort worth area or west dallas yeah but uh yeah because they they have a lot of craft beer they don't have like a whole lot but they're just starting to to come up and kind of an explosion over there with craft beer And, and anytime we talk about fort worth beers or mention them on our instagram people are all over it it's like they're they're dying for craft beer up there
2: hmm
1: Hmm. Oh, it's interesting yeah. yeah it could be like where austin was in 2010 2011 because we we get on the podcast we talk a little bit of history and yeah. we joke about how like basically every beer that you know in austin started about 2010 2011
3: yeah there's a really big well except north by northwest they've been around forever
1: yeah
5: yeah i don't know if it's power of suggestion or what but uh the more i'm sipping through this the more i lemon, think that lemon is that coming lemony. out yeah no, i get it yeah it's kind of building it's it's nice yeah it's nice yeah, yeah. I was trying to think well, of it. A... Well done, sir. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So let's get back on uh, a little bit more of your history. So after home brewing, where was your first uh, brewing job? Uh, right here at Independence. Oh, uh, okay. So, so you... yeah.
4: So I was home brewing um, in San Antonio. I was living in San Antonio at the time, and uh, one of the guys I was working with started home brewing with me. Um, Michael Waters, he's um, over at Skull Mechanics now. Oh, and, cool. And he was at yeah. Real Ale right before that. But he, was, he, he moved up to Austin and got a job here working, and, uh, and he was the head brewer. Um, and so he kind of brought me on brewing on the weekends. So I would drive up and brew Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. So that was my start here at Independence. And then I, I slowly moved into a, a full-time gig, and then Michael ended up leaving here to go to Uncle Billy's. Okay. Um, oh, wow. And he uh, he took over at Uncle Billy's uh, when uh, Swifty and Amos left to open up ABGB. And then he moved out to Real Ale, whatever. He's at Skull Mechanics now, right. but uh, he's making good beer also. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, I've heard good things about Skull Mechanics. I haven't been there. But, Where are uh, they based out of? Here. they're here they're, oh, they're uh, awesome. th- I think they're right off of St. Elmo, right? Or right in yeah. that area? Yeah, yeah, they're on the
4: west side of yeah. 35 on St. Elmo.
3: Yeah, I've I've heard really good things, and uh, they're all really into metal there too. So, oh yeah. yeah,
1: they named yeah. some of their beers after songs.
3: I, I can't I can't say for certain. I I think uh, I can't remember anything that they have now though. I, as soon as you asked me, I forgot everything about them.
5: <laughs> yeah, I don't want to put you in the spot. I'm Skull. just curious about it. Okay, Skull Mechanics. I I don't think I'd heard of them before yeah, this. Yeah, so. I
3: think
1: they're well. Yeah, they've they've I been, been open a couple of months. Yeah, now, just, oh
5: okay, yeah, so they're they new, new, yeah. yeah, pretty Yeah, okay, new gotcha. New.
1: Well, you'll hear about it on episode 15 <laughs> of the podcast.
5: Stay tuned
2: for the
1: 15
2: episode.
5: So what elements of, um, like, I know you probably don't want to talk about specific yeast strain or anything like that, which I've learned through doing this. That's where your your more, like, trade secret type stuff comes in. Yeah, um, I don't but m- like, mind too much, though. What notes, are, like, what elements does the yeast add to this beer? And even uh, the, like, pH balance of your water and stuff like that.
4: Um, the, the water profile is a big deal, um, on, on beers like this. So, um,
3: yeah, because you want to get like light beers and really clear beers. It it really, right. Um, so you don't
4: want a real hard water, real mineral water. So we uh, we have a RO system um, right. that we reverse use reverse osmosis. Yeah, yeah. and okay. so we basically cut uh, the city water with with RO. Okay, all of cool. our water comes in uh, carbon filtered, but then we cut it with the uh, with the RO for our lager beers uh, in particular. Yeah, and then yeah. Um, and then we're using some acids to to lower the pH, and we're looking. In like the five and a half range for the pH. Wow. Uh, okay. Yep. To yeah. Start yeah, off yeah. with. Other than that, we're only adding back some calcium chloride and some gypsum. Uh, we go a little heavier on the calcium chloride for the lager beers. Kind of brings out a softness of the malts. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, uh, and
3: that's more like you know Munich water is it's heavy in uh, right. calcium, so you're you're that's being right. true to the the flavor profile really. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and that that calcium does help the yeast health too. Mm-hmm. Um, And then we're using a a German uh, lager yeast that uh, I've tried several different yeasts, but it was the one I was most happy with. It's the Augustiner yeast, and I think it it really lifts that malt profile up a little bit, and then it also really dries out the beer. Um, The yeast does produce a little bit of sulfur, but uh, as long as you let that gas off, it it, it cleans up itself pretty quickly. That's good. Um, Yeah when you walk by and it's fermenting, it is a little farty sometimes. So <laughs> yeah. people always ask me, what's that smell over here by the Fermenter 6? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's that lager yeast. So. Yeah.
5: So it produces like that sulfuric. It does, yeah. yeah.
4: I think some of the lager yeast put off more of that sulfur and some put off uh, more diacetyl. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. But they'll typically clean up if you pitch the right pitching rate and uh, have a good healthy fermentation. So That's good. Uh, right. We We typically... Or about 10 to 14 days fermentation time. Mm-hmm. And then we'll lager for about another four weeks yeah. um, at least, if not if not longer.
3: Yeah. But, you said this was in there for about eight weeks, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So do you
4: reuse your yeast or? We do. And we were using this yeast on the Hellas as well. Yeah. So um, we kind of just repitched this one into the Pilsner. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're about on seven generations oh, cool. right now. Okay and it's, it's still going strong. Still healthy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. still 98, 99% vi- viability in nice. there. So. All right.
5: Well,
0: yeah. Yeah.
5: So there, does the yeast kind of change when you use it on multiple beers like that at all? Like, does it pick up something from the Hellas and then transfer that over to the Pills? That, you know?
4: mm, I don't think um, it would transfer anything from the Hellas to the Pills, really. Um, I do think the first couple of... Uh, generations are a little slower, maybe a little right. greener, uh, and then by the third or fourth generation, you really start hitting the stride. Go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
3: that's why it's good to like make a starter, which uh, which we were, oh, we, yeah. we took a class and the guy was saying, well, you do a start," but he couldn't really explain why. But then I, I, I found out that it's like, you know, because it gets your yeast going. And so that when you find, when you get to use it, when you start to use it in your main batch, then it's already it's excited and ready to go pretty much. Yeah,
4: they're they're hungry and ready to, to keep eating yeah. uh sugars. So right. yeah. We we do as well. We've got some yeast propagators, so we'll we'll buy a smaller pitch and prop it up. But like when I was home brewing, you definitely learn with lager beers you want to pitch more than with ale. It's it's about double of what okay. I would pitch for an ale. Wow,
3: so, I didn't know that, yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
4: Definitely helps to have a cleaner fermentation. You could pitch higher and start colder cool um, yeah wow so yeah we're typically pitching around 48 to 50 and wow. then we're letting that fermentation ride around 52 yeah. degrees yeah so that's kind of the sweet spot for us wow it's
1: hmm. a lot cooler than what you guys are
2: doing yeah
5: we, well, we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can't really turn the ac up I'm, I'm worried that my uh pantry is a little too, too warm hot for, yeah. for even no. the uh, the ales Maybe. Yeah, we'll you got to get that
4: fermentation chamber. Like uh, uh, when I was homebrewing, I'd use a chest freezer with a temperature control on it. So you, yeah,
3: I've thought about that. Yeah, that's what you yeah. were talking
1: about on Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah. One of those? yeah. Uh, whole another you,
5: expense. but Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the next level. Yeah. Next level. Yeah, yeah. When,
1: when we when we try to logger. Right now, we'll... we're using a bucket. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what you a, do, though. That's,
5: a bucket? That's how you start <laughs>
3: out. A bucket in a pantry. That's all you need. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. Hopefully, yeah. So we ready, Joel? Come
5: on! Oh, a second ago I was at the. You're same talking football. too much, Joel. <laughs> talking way too much, Joel. <laughs> Get a drink. The, uh, Joel is often there's occasionally when Joel is like the first one done with the beer on the podcast, but this is his typical speed right here. Yeah, Everybody else is nice. done, and we're all like, Joel. <laughs> I just like, when at, I was right? on the third beer, and was
1: like, "All right, time for the second." I was like. What were you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When Joel's
3: finished first, he does not forget to let everybody know.
1: All right. So, what do
3: we want to try next? We want to try the Redbud or yeah. the light and the Redbud. Okay. Yeah,
4: Redbud sounds good. Um, right. It's a uh, yeah. cucumber Redbud. Yeah,
3: we had Redbud on
4: previous
1: podcasts.
3: Yeah, on the Macron's episode. French people are amazing. We had the the regular Redbud. We also mentioned that they made a cucumber Redbud. And ever since then, I think we've all kind of wanted to try it. Yeah. It's like yeah, cucumber. it's
4: refreshing. It's
1: like the, the Gatorade of beers. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. I was going to grab a Gatorade on the way here. <laughs> Have you had the cucumber? They got a cucumber or There's Gatorade?
4: There's like a lemon, pepino. It's like cucumber, lime. Wow. Gatorade. Wow.
5: No, it's delicious. I did not no. know
1: that existed. Huh. <laughs> i <just> try it? <laughs> All right, yeah.
5: I've been drinking a lot of Gatorade. Recently. Part of my it, inspiration so, for this beer. So this, oh red nice. Buzz, wow, okay. You're saying this this has what plants crave, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right.
3: Ooh, yeah. You really get that cucumber in there. Cucumber and lemon. Oh,
4: dang. Yeah, going? it's like a spa day when we're canning this one.
3: <laughs>
5: like you can smell it in the oh air man, when you walk yeah. into the tasting yeah, room. Yeah, just smelling just, that. Yeah. So how do y'all kind of melony? Do y'all just have an infuser yeah. to yeah, do is. the uh, cucumber, or do so you... we're
4: we're using a, a distillate? It's oh wow, a company that takes whole cucumbers and basically makes a puree, yeah, and then they uh, distill it down into a uh, a super concentrated uh, like
5: base an extract basically, right, like right. just right. pure right. It's like liquid an cucumber extract. Yeah, Very cool wow. okay, um, and so y'all just put some of that in. We do, yeah, a couple and drops.
4: Yeah, and we had done pilot brews, and, um, you know, we used fresh cucumbers and peeled and chopped and added them to the beer. But uh, on the bigger system, on on the scale, it was. It yeah, was you'd have to have that just a cucumber, be. <laughs> right? Yeah.
3: And then you'd have to cut and peel and all that. Yeah. Prep time would be outrageous. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So yeah. We, we've thought about
3: beer. adding, well, I don't know. We, we have big ideas when we're talking about homebrew, but. But we wanted to do, I think it was a wit with some uh, fresh peaches. Yeah. Nice. And we were thinking about how to do that, but yeah. It'd be kind of like this, but with, you know, peaches. Yep. Uh, we did a peach uh, We did a peach Goza. Oh, yeah.
5: Ooh. It was
4: last year with um, Ode, a uh, brewery out of El Paso. Right, yeah. Their, their brew pub over there. And uh, we went over there and brewed the beer, and then they came over here and brewed it with us. And oh, that, cool. That was pretty cool.
3: Goza is a... It's just it's, 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 it's a sour, but it's like a yeah. a lower ABV, and it's usually got salt, salt in it. Yeah, we put salt. Yeah, salty. Oh, wow. so the salt yeah. and sweet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so wow, yeah,
5: that's what I was thinking salty peaches. Yeah, I usually I usually yeah. kind
3: of avoid them because you know the salt just kind of like eh, I don't know. I didn't. But I sours in, in and of themselves. I'm not a huge fan. I like the Berliner Weiss,
5: but but you other know, than that, it's like yeah. Cause we we did a bunch of we've tried some blue, blue owl, owl stuff oh, yeah. and uh, yeah the oh I love them
3: the Van Dam and the
5: yeah the Van Dam Professor Black Professor Black yeah that oh, yeah, Professor
4: wheat. Black's really good man. yeah that, that's, it's yeah every time I'm like oh this is gonna be thick and like <laughs> yeah, it just exactly. finishes so light and and yeah. nice I it's know.
5: it's an interesting experience for, to say the least yeah. but yeah I actually like sours in and of themselves so those are right up my alley. Satan's alley. Satan's alley. Which I think I read you're thinking about trying to do some sours, huh?
4: Yeah. Yeah, we uh we've been talking about it for a while. We do these kettle sours which are, are safe for us cuz uh
5: Yeah, because you don't have them infecting
4: right.
3: all your beers. Yeah. Right. yeah.
4: We we saw in the kettle. I would
3: think that would be a big yeah, big fear.
4: Yeah, and now that we got more space here in the building, right, um, we might can- separate off a place to Just do segment some, an some barrel yeah caution cool. tape
5: like disinfect <laughs> yeah. yourself after being in this area because there's like, sour sh- there's, showers there's wild or
2: whatever, whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah do you guys after you are doing testing right in the tasting room mm-hmm. do you guys move that over to out here in a tap and try it out with you know people and see if they like it or yeah, before we you do.
4: move it into um yeah everything we brew over here on the pilot system we have uh on tap in the tasting room okay, that's so cool, we, oh, cool. Um, okay um which is is kind of cool about coming to the tasting room to drink some beers because you can yeah, try I've, I've what seen, what's yeah. next you know that's what awesome we're, what yeah, we're I've working on when,
3: i you know, think that's really cool because you go to a tap room and it's like i, I can buy I these can, beers yeah, anywhere. I can, yeah. I can get them in cans anywhere yeah but yeah you go there and it's like oh man yeah which kind of sucks because it's like you can't when you're home you can't like if you want that you can't go find it you <laughs> no, gotta go you gotta, back
5: you gotta get your ass up and get to the tasting room <laughs> yeah and come taste the beer and get you a growler and
3: you can't
4: take it home we we can't sell growlers <laughs> yeah oh, that's right. what I, was ask, uh, what
5: I was gonna ask yeah because uh, i hope that uh,
3: changes soon yeah we go to circle uh quite a bit yeah and they just recently changed their license, license to to, to uh, sell
1: pub, yeah yeah can we do something around that? Like maybe we can start selling like these pouches that you can <laughs> no, seal see, that you can just like fill it if up. You, like if a you p-
3: give it away. It's not selling it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you pay a membership fee and then you, I don't know. What about like when it's, you go and yeah, you uh,
1: play like way arcade yeah. games, it's like, we're not, we're not buying the oh, beer. Yeah, we're tickets. buying tokens. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. And then we're trading the tokens in. for the Oh, I, thought,
3: the I beer. thought you meant like actually playing arcade games. So many tickets and then you get, no, I was thinking you buy
1: tokens. You could buy tokens and then use those tokens to buy then beer. buy beer. Because okay. technically you're not buying beer, you're, you're buying, buying the tokens. tokens. And you're just <laughs> redeeming the tokens. I yeah. think we're going fi- to my goal through this podcast is to figure out a way to get bypass all of the laws in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag take down TABC. Yep. Hashtag <laughs> take down TABC.
4: Yeah, they say Texas is the only state left. That, that That's a thing.
3: Yeah, they get really super archaic uh, beer laws. But yeah, it's yeah, so. crazy.
4: I can go to a winery and buy a case of wine, but I can't. Go to a brewery and buy a case of
3: beer. Yeah, I don't, just no, not no. right. Well, you know, they got their lobbyists. Yeah.
5: I'm trying I'm still to, mad that I got caught on a Sunday trying to buy beer before noon. <laughs>
2: it's like, <laughs> God, too early.
5: Dang it. I Yeah, just, that, that's happened, just, happened to me. I'm just grocery shopping, <laughs> grabbing what I want. Yeah. And I get to the register and they're like, oh, you can't buy this yet. It's not noon. I'm like, oh, God. And damn, when you did sun- that, it, that was like
3: 1030 or 11, right? Yeah. So it's not like you could, like when that happened to me, I was trying to, pick up a six pack real fast for or a 12 pack real fast because the game was going to come on because it was, you know, football season. You got to have your beer. But, and it was like 1145. And she was like, oh, you can't buy that yet. And I was like, fuck.
2: I would just be
1: like, okay, that's what I did. Yeah. I just yeah. did a couple <laughs>
3: laps around the store. No, not I even that. back
1: to the same <laughs> register. I would I like, sit at the hey, register yeah. and be like, I'll wait. I'll sit here and wait. And then I should have yeah, yeah, do.
5: I done that. I should have just sat at the register for an hour and been like, no, I'll wait. It's cool. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm, I'm waiting on the beer. You guys need yeah, to go find yeah, another you know. register. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> Me and Denise are going to become friends
5: in <laughs> <laughs> old Texas. Oh, yeah. We'll get there, guys. We'll get uh, there. Yeah.
1: I have no doubt it'll get there.
5: Yeah.
4: So can you guys do cans? We can't. Nothing um, to go. We can only sell beer
5: to be consumed. On here. the premises. On premise, yeah. yeah.
3: But you can't fill a growler and drink it here.
5: Oh. That's mm. so
3: weird. That's one of Clint's problems.
5: Yeah, I don't <laughs> understand. You can sell a pitcher of beer, at, depending on your license, obviously, right. but at like uh, a bar or something like that. Oh, we can sell you a pitcher of beer. I go to a growler bar, let's say. I can't buy a growler of beer and drink, drink it, it on the premises, but I could buy a pitcher of beer somewhere else and drink it on their premises. This doesn't make any sense, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you have to meet certain regulations or is this just a money thing it's, depending on what license
5: you have or it's a licensing thing. It's what you apply for, what you can uh whatever the there's probably guidelines to what yeah. you can and can't do and so you have to get that certain license and you know, there's probably regulations yeah. on how your tasting room is set up and all that kind of thing.
3: Well I you know at Circle now they have chips, so I think <laughs> That they have food, so That's, that makes them a pub, right? It's technically or, food,
5: yeah. <laughs> is that how that works? No,
3: I, I don't know. Is that what it takes to be I a just brew noticed pub? They, you I, have
5: to off, offer some sort of food as I well? I just
3: noticed they had bags of chips last time I was there. Nice. <laughs>
5: they should yeah. have beef jerky. Oh, man. I beef thought you jerky. meant they had the show chips. <laughs> go. I
1: thought no. you were saying they had the show chips on TV, no, and that no. counted. No.
3: Eric Estrada <laughs> was there, but not... <laughs> Not in, in the chips capacity. So, so this, I'm really
1: digging that. Yeah.
5: Yeah. The Berliner Weiss is really, really refreshing. I really enjoy it. The cucumber added in just takes it to that next level <laughs> <Yeah>. of refreshing. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, 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 wow. That's great. Like air um,
4: conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> air conditioning for your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
5: And uh, Berliner Weiss Still isn't refreshing. really a very common style. So what prompted you to Go with this.
4: Um this was one that I I started homebrewing a while back and I'd I had so gotten into the, the style. So. so the
3: red butt is yours. That so. is, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. okay. And, well, and thank you.
4: I th- <laughs> you're welcome. And yeah. I've been brewing this beer f- or this type of beer for a while, uh homebrewing, really trying to get it dialed in and um never thought in a million years that uh I'd have been able to make one here on this scale. Yeah. Um mm. but uh, it was really cool that we were able to do that and um, and it really took off when we first made it we couldn't we couldn 't make enough um, oh yeah it's and it was popular. stressful and it ties up our brew house for for a good twenty four hours um, hmm. that it 's just sitting in the kettle,
3: so that makes sense yeah, yeah.
4: Um, but yeah, we start this off like normal um, this beer we 're using. Uh, pilsner, malt base. Um, We do some flaked barley, Mm. some wheat. This one's probably about 20% wheat. And then uh, we mash in like normal, run everything into the kettle, Mm -hmm. get the temp down to about 120 degrees, pitch in a lacto culture, and uh, close up the kettle and let it sit.
3: So this ferments at a higher temperature? Uh,
4: Just for the lacto. Okay. Um, So... We'll come in the next day and start monitoring the pH and total acidity. Yeah. And then uh, when it gets where we want it to, we boil it. We only boil it for about 15 minutes uh, just oh, wow. to stop all that okay. That activity. Wait, and so then, there, uh,
3: are, are there no hops in a Berliner um, Weiss?
4: We do hop it. Um, we don't hop it in the kettle. We, uh-huh. we hop in the whirlpool. So we have a, a separate uh, whirlpool vessel. So after the boil, okay. we transfer over um, to a flat bottom vessel. Hmm, where okay. we spin it for the Whirlpool. We'll throw the hops in there, and then we'll run it into the fermenter where we're using a Saison yeast to finish it out. Oh, well, um, yeah, To okay. ferment it out. So. That, make,
3: that makes a lot of and sense. And then
4: the regular Redbud, we do dry hop. We don't advertise it as a dry hop. Uh-oh. Uh, but we do dry hop You're hearing it, it now, uh, folks. yeah. I was inspired by a beer from New Belgium called uh, Ted Beer. Oh, yeah. It was a dry hop Berliner Weiss. So oh, cool. I drank that beer. It was probably about three or four years ago, and that, that inspired me. So I, I decided to dry hop it. The cucumber one, we don't dry hop, though. That, right. that just goes into the cucumber mode. So
3: Okay. Hmm.
4: Yeah. So what,
3: what hops are you using for this?
4: For the regular Red Bud, we use um, Citra and mm-hmm. Eureka. Okay. So
3: You get some of your citrus from that, huh? Yeah, Okay. we do. And for the cucumber? Uh,
4: the cucumber, we're just using Cascade.
3: Yeah. Good old American hops. Yeah. Love so, that Cascade. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I got some at the, home. The dish soap? <laughs> yeah. I can't. We, just, pour, we, we I just, pour just poured dish up, soap. <laughs> <laughs> There's no hops, just it's dish soap. bubbling so just much. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I haven't even
1: added the yeast. I think that was the Tide Pod. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pod, Game. Yeah. yeah. There we go. <laughs> Dial. There, the was, there was
4: a... Uh, I don't know, a while back they did uh, the Austin Beer Guide. They do, well, and I've seen this on other places, but they do um, untapped quotes that people send in. Oh, yeah? And, uh, and then they have brewers respond to them. It's kind of funny or whatever. <laughs> so they had, had one that said, I think it was with Red Bud, that says uh, it tasted real soapy. And then I responded, like, oh, I really think we have it dialed in. Like, that
3: was fun. There you go. That's, awesome. That's a good one. <laughs> and that that yeah. would never dawn on like, me. Like, oh, like, oh. No. <laughs>
2: Heck yeah. Is it refreshing? What, what in,
3: yeah, it is. Because you, you drink it and you don't expect it. And then the cucumber is just.
0: The cucumber accents the water in such a way that. Uh,
3: so what inspired you to put cucumber in it? I don't think I've seen any other beers with cucumber in it.
4: Well, they do have that Gatorade like I was talking about, yeah. which I you can get that at like Valero or wherever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's pretty good. But I don't know. I guess just have like the whole like cucumber water. Yeah. And, yeah. You just you know, wanted something really kind refe- of fresh, refreshing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, like uh, the,
3: the picture on the... Well, yeah. I mean, that's the same picture as the Red Bud. The right? Red Bud, yeah. yeah. And, and so, that's
4: a, a place here in Austin, uh, Red Bud Isle. It's like a dog park area right on the oh that makes sense okay uh, ladybird lake oh very um, cool yeah and that's where the name came from red bud nice um, is that anybody I thought specific that was the name known? of your sled Sis
5: and uh, Kane reference yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lame. In.
3: what
4: and we did win a red uh bud. a bronze at the jbf for this beer oh cool um in 2016 the nice. first year we nice. we came out with it we entered that in and Came back for to the this bronze, one, or for the the cucumber you, oh, cool, in particular, in nice. right. the uh, field beer category, we got bronze. Like saisons there was a um, well. It's anything with a field ingredient being. Oh, okay. Um, so just coconut, like your pumpkin, or, think, or your coconut yeah, or um, cucumber. Well, I think pumpkin maybe its own. May, thing its no. own, yeah. yeah uh, uh, but uh, I know
3: in the world, <laughs> world beer Festival. or world the, beer cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they have their own pumpkin. Uh, Yeah. It's like, why? why, I don't know. (laughs) It's a whole category. How are so many people making pumpkin beer? I don't know. (laughs) i've never had one I'd, I'd drink one yeah sure but um. yeah
4: we got a, a bronze and then the silver went to another cucumber berliner weiss wow uh, wow which i guess was better than ours uh, <laughs> i went by their booth it was actually pretty good yeah um, but it's
5: not made in texas so. <laughs> right. yeah so clearly it's already inferior right? yes. yeah yeah and then <laughs> do these people not know how this system works
4: <laughs> and then the gold went to a imperial coconut porter nice and i was like wow. man that's a drastic change yeah. like how do you sit at a table with those and drink yeah and you decide drink which is like, uh, yeah. it's like I you're putting know, berliner weiss up against
1: an imperial was, porter i like it's, to think they confused ble- yours with oscar. the other one and you actually won one silver <laughs> but they totally yeah. just when they were asking at the last second yeah, they wrote the right yeah, name down Clint, you're, think. you're thinking
3: of oscar <laughs> blues am i when you're it? thinking of coconut no is that what that was maybe you're gonna ask who, i
5: don't know I, who, who makes yeah a, who made the, the coconut the um, coconut por- because i've had a coconut porter and it was death let me by, tell you death by coconut you death didn't by like coconut. it i yeah, liked death it terrible. by
4: coconut yeah um but i don't I've had like coconuts
3: that. so no, i loved it yeah myself
4: <laughs> i did want to make a pina colada um Ooh, kettle nice. sour like berliner Vice style with some pineapple that. puree and some toasted coconut i think that'd be put that, in some rum barrels
3: that already sounds amazing <laughs> so when you test these yeah. is it No, i'm just giving ideas
4: out
2: there you, somebody's going to it <laughs> we do it for you have to
3: work here to test them <laughs> you're right? gonna come, yeah you're going to come in bronze that's again gonna, yeah. it's going to be another i know it's going to be a, style yeah. for
2: <laughs> From a and you're like, <laughs> this year
3: everybody's making pi- <laughs> you can turn to them and be smoked. like do you listen
5: to three beers <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: smoked pina colada at live Oak. <laughs> yeah did y'all have the lichtenheiner no, they did. I don't think they
4: had that on tap. Okay. When, uh, yeah, when we, we asked we about there. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm going back we, to Live Oak, but
3: yeah, which uh, is it's really cool because Mike was saying that when they do that, when they put the Lichtenhainer on tap, they also have the syrups to go in oh, yeah. it with really German style. Yeah. Well, they do a
4: regular Berliner Weiss uh, that's really good, and then the Lichtenhainer is a smoked Berliner Weiss. Yeah.
3: And that one's really weird oh. to me. The sour
4: and the smoke. Is yeah, like, that's
3: yeah. But you that know, sounds chip, so strange. Uh, chips. <laughs> Chip's philosophy on, on smoked beers is—is is he said he's gonna make smoked beers until everybody likes smoked beers. I love it. So yeah. he's gonna—he's gonna do. I, I mean, they also have their viceirous, oh, which yeah. is uh, their—it's basically their half with smoked malts, and so it's like <laughs> they're just gonna make all their beers, and they're gonna make their beers, and then they're gonna make a smoked version, I guess. So I mean, it works. People like smoked beers. There you go.
1: Good. I'm a converter. They got you're, you're
3: a converter you're yeah. converting people or
2: yeah, yeah. one you're taste spade you're,
1: t- yeah. you're out there converting one a uh, taste bud at a time <laughs> no, no no no
2: that's the converter Colch, <laughs> <That's> Whitestone
5: <laughs> by Whitestone. Yeah. don't don't go throwing their slogan around like that
1: yeah because the only I smoked beer I had before that was the shiner and uh shiner it was a little warm and it wasn't that great
5: shiner smokehouse is like drinking liquid smoke almost
1: yeah like a little
5: if you never had it
1: yeah i, I haven't had it but.
5: Yeah, I haven't. I've never seen it. I think
3: I, I sort of remember something about it, but nah.
5: Like I said um, about Grodd and the, Schwarzer Rausch. Schwarzer Rausch. Yeah. You know those had like a smoked meat kind of flavoring to them. Like a little yeah. pork. Yeah, like hot the, dog water. Uh, what was hot dogs. it? The, yeah, you and your hot dog water. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who's
4: drinking hot dog water? <laughs> yeah.
5: no. um, you don't.
4: That's not the first time I've heard that. Yeah.
5: <laughs> the uh, but no, what was it? Look, the, when you're you- poor, you just. No, you pour
3: some ketchup in there and you make soup,
5: (laughs) but they, uh, those had, you know, those, uh, flavor profiles to them. Whereas the Shiner smokehouse was more bonfire smoke, Uh, you know, that kind of, that kind of flavoring, or maybe even charcoal smoke, just straight charcoal smoke. (laughs) It was interesting, but, and you know, like with a lot of things, if you keep drinking it, you you stop (laughs) noticing. (laughs)
3: Yeah
1: true which is why they put it in a mix pack a family pack they're just like we're just gonna mix it with other stuff and then you'll end up liking this nobody's gonna want (laughs) six of these
3: (laughs) heat wave
1: have you guys ever thought about doing a smoked beer i've thought about it just haven't gotten there yet all
3: right so you're doing the pilsner right now do you have anything any ideas in the future anything what's what's gonna go what's what's going on with independence cucumber pilsner
4: what are we doing yeah cucumber pills
3: uh you no, anything um, we're doing. Um, we're gonna see more loggers in the future.
4: We will. We'll definitely see some more loggers. Uh, I would like to get a, a Vienna style logger. We're brewing one on the pilot right now. We've also got a, a Mexican logger. Ooh, yeah. um, and okay. a and a Czech style pills. We've been going logger crazy a little yeah. bit. but uh, but yeah, I see more loggers. But um, we're also working on some double IPAs. We just mm-hmm. released a High Boy. Which is a, a big uh, double IPA. Oh, cool. And
3: we're what talking about, about New England IPAs. Is that, um, a, is that a thing you're going to get? Because no. everybody seems to be crazy about those.
4: Yeah, not really excited about about that. I like. Um, yeah, you
3: because I, I mean, you got two schools on it you got people that love and then people that just hate it.
4: Yeah, I'm not big on the uh, the appearance thing and yeah, and, and drinking yeasty. You know, I think there's I've definitely had some good ones, and I think there's some people making some really good mm-hmm. uh, New England style IPAs. But for me, we we did a uh, Liberty Lunch a while back. And, yeah, and I actually
3: I, had one of those when I got here.
4: Nice. And I think we we hit that a little early for this whole New England IPA craze. But yeah. We were doing another IPA that I wanted to separate from Stash. And so I did bring in and use the Vermont yeast, uh, the Heady Topper strain, oh, yeah. oh, cool. um, Conan yeast in the, in the homebrew world. And so we do use that yeast. I just, I didn't want it to be too hazy. So right. it has a slight haze, but we, you know, we run it through the centrifuge to clear it up pretty well.
3: Yeah. North by Northwest, they, they make the Zombie Dragon. They, they, oh, yeah. they tr- he tried to make a hazy IPA. But the, all the yeast f- flocculated out, so it just kind of settled on the bottom. It wasn't hazy. And so it so it's sort of hazy, but not hazy.
4: Hmm. Yeah, and I think that Liberty Lunch has some of those same characters where yeah. it's, it's a little softer on the bitterness. It's got yeah, some real definitely. nice tropical yeah. aromas and uh, tropical hop flavors. We use... Citra, mosaic, and uh, lemon drop in that one. Oh, cool. And so yeah. I think it has every character I would want from a hazy IPA, but, cool. um, but it doesn't look like gravy.
3: Yeah. So. <laughs> that, there you go, gravy. That, yeah. That's the term I was looking for. <laughs>
5: the gravy. Gravy book. IPA. So in terms of, uh, so Hot in the research that yeah. Ross provided to us so that we would actually seem knowledgeable <laughs> a little bit, uh, Just a little bit. I think it said in there, you kind of feel like the IPA, or I don't know if this is exactly the right way to phrase it, but like you know, we've gone through this IPA phase where like everyone's right. gotten big into hops and all that, and you that's kind right. of feel like it's about to kind of gravitate back more towards your pilsners and yeah. your lower hoppy profile kind of beers.
4: I think so. I mean, that's where my tastes have gone. I I, I remember, uh, I'd say. Maybe six, eight years ago, I wanted to drink the double IPAs and the higher ABV big beers, and I just come full circle and now I just want a good, clean, refreshing beer that's lower ABV a lot of my ideas are are on the lower ABV side of the style nowadays, yeah um, because yeah I just don't I't don't want to drink. Three now, beers and get wasted. Yeah. I do you think, do you think yeah. that's we, a. Uh, we
5: struggle with that at times. Well, do you think that's a uh, an sort of we're all like a decade older kind of thing? Like, I, I think and that is so, like, something you're, to do not, with it, you're yeah. not like looking like, oh, yeah, like, trying to prove yourself <laughs> drinking this heavy, strong yeah, exactly. beer, you know? Because that's what it was like one,
3: you know, like 10 years ago. Oh, exactly. Look at me. It's I'm like
5: drinking a 9% nine nine yeah uh, <laughs> beer. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, I I do
4: think that's part of it. Um, it's like
3: what what is the cheapest strongest beer I can buy? <laughs> I do still like some where good I cocktails was at one though. Point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah. and uh, then I like whiskey. Can I so put I, some Everclear in this or? <laughs> yeah, uh,
4: yeah, uh, yeah. This this Red bud with cucumber goes real well with some Hendrix gin. Uh, Ooh, yeah, nice yeah. Little, that makes sense. Nice little mixer. This is like the perfect cocktail beer too for uh, a Bloody Mary or a Michelada or oh, uh, nice. even a Margarita. Uh, a little bit of cucumber, red buds. Oh, bug, this, this right here, instead huh? Instead of triple sec or, you know.
1: I could see that. We we had a party uh, back in September and somebody brought cucumber gin. Oh, yeah. And it was probably it was one of those things where people were kind of apprehensive about it. But then once yeah. they started trying it, they couldn't stop drinking it. That thing was gone before <laughs> anything <Yeah>. else. <laughs>
3: that, oh, hen- I think that was the Esme, Esme gin. That,
4: yeah. That Hendrix gin is, is fortified with cucumbers yeah. also. Yeah, yeah.
3: So.
1: It
4: does mix well.
1: Also, are they moving? Are you moving more to those type of beers because it's more of a challenge for you guys to make it? Or, you know, um, it takes longer. To...
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's interesting, and I think you know, in this world, trying to trying to you know compete with with other alcoholic beverages, it's good to kind of blend, you know, blend the two things. We've talked a little bit more about doing some other cocktail beers. I, I oh, was mentioning cool. that piña colada beer, but uh, yeah. That's just an idea right now. But I like the and idea of, of, uh, beer. of doing. Bloody Mary beer. We did do some uh, Michelada Ferkins a while yeah. back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which actually came out pretty good. Sounds disgusting. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we have a friend of the podcast. He would probably drink all of that. All of it. Chance is Chance <laughs> yeah. very. Yeah, he yeah. loves Micheladas. That's actually he's where he's a, at right now. He's <laughs> just <laughs> drinking just, a 40
2: of that. Micheladas.
5: A Michelada 40. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask about this. So when you transition into doing loggers and they have their you know longer uh loggering loggering periods yeah, right? right you know you have to from a business perspective oh, independence right, yeah. has to take that into consideration that they're not going to be able to turn turn, turn right around, around right away as like less, an IPA right? or something. Uh, like was that, that a cha- particular challenge for y'all or do you think y'all kind of knew that going into the steps like yeah uh, i think it was uh mike
3: was talking about it was it but- mike
5: that was talking about it, or uh from Revolver.
3: Uh, oh, I, I I think both of them. Uh, Grant Wood from Grant. the head brewer at Revolver. Well, you know we we ask everybody about IPAs. I mean, because that's what's popular, and yeah, we're we're not into IPAs per se. Joel kind of like Joel's a pale ale fan. Yeah. But uh, that's the trend in the marketplace, IPAs. A lot of people, a lot of young brewers are coming in, and they're just making tons of IPAs. I was talking to somebody, and they went to—they were at Hops and Grains, and Hops and Grains, they had like 15 beers on their board, and 11 or 13 of them were IPAs. Of some variety.
5: Yeah, the, the, the point, the and going back to my question, was that, you know, they a lot of these new breweries, when they start up, it's people who have done home brewing or Yeah, turn like and that. burn. And, you, and they're yeah. used to, like, just pumping out IPAs, right? right? Because that's apparently a quicker process. And then they want to try to branch out into lagers or, or some other kind of beer, and it disrupts their supply chain right. because yeah. they can't turn the beers as quickly as they can turn, say, an IPA.
4: Yeah, and this is the first time that we really had extra tank space because we were real tight. We purchased four new 180 barrel fermenters this Mm -hmm. year. And so we haven't maxed out that space yet. So um, we finally have the opportunity to to put some lager beers in and let them properly lager. So
5: So sit with, um, okay. So you can actually do that without disrupting your supply chain, so. Right. Yeah. So you're just adding that to, okay.
4: Right. It it added to our existing fermentations base so all right very cool uh, yeah the timing was good uh there for us uh but now we need more tanks and logger <laughs> tanks uh, i want to <laughs> yeah. get some horizontal logger tanks which oh yeah we don't yeah. have yet but um i don't know that'll come if uh we keep making loggers and keep selling loggers
5: yeah you know oh yeah the so horizontal tanks, what does that change or do differently than your traditional tank?
4: I think they help settle out quicker. Uh, the lager time because it ferments
3: at the bottom, or, um, or does that not?
4: Yeah, well, I think it's more of after fermentation, the yeast don't have as far to drop out, okay. they drop out quicker. And it's, oh,
3: so there's less time, uh, yeah, they'll you clear know, up, up sooner, yeah, okay. so okay.
4: You know, we may be able to save a little bit of time on lagering, but I also think it just makes for a cleaner
1: uh, lager beer. Oh,
5: okay. So, well, that's cool. nice. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, we're still we're still waiting on Joel.
1: <laughs> so, do you think when homebrewers make IPAs, it's because they don't know how to measure hops and they just throw way <laughs> too many in there? <laughs> I've
5: definitely been to guilty. To to that. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Joel? Oh, yeah. It's easy. You just, you just throw Previously a bunch of hops in there. Yeah. and It's like, it's an IPA. It's supposed to be really, really bitter.
4: Yeah, and I think starting out home brewing, and I'm I'm definitely guilty of this too. But uh, y- you get excited about malt, yeah, and hops, oh, and yeah. you want to, you know, it's hard not to throw five different malts in yeah, a beer. Yeah, I, uh, I was well, throwing
3: some biscuit malt that in. That tastes in good. With let me
4: malts, put a little yeah. bit in. Let me, yeah, you know, exactly, and the hops too. Let me, let me just keep throwing these pellets in because I'm just standing <laughs> here watching the boil. So. Yeah,
3: exactly. It's
4: easy to do.
1: Yeah.
3: Nice. Uh, and, you know, you're drinking, and by that time, you've had it, like, about three. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're doing all grain. I mean, it's like, wow.
5: Yeah. <laughs> that, all gra- that all grain process, it's uh, it's nothing yeah, to it's fuck an with. It's an all-day <laughs> process. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's an all-day like, process. Make it, it was like, yeah. we started at 6 o'clock. I think 5. five well, five I got there at 5. But, but yeah, yeah, we it set, we it up, set up, yeah. And uh, it, it started getting to about 10 o'clock, and I'm like, Ross, when is your shit gonna yeah. be done, man? Come on. Yeah, he was yeah. already done and had his yeast pitched in and
3: everything. He's just like, well, you know, I gotta, I gotta do my boil.
5: Yeah, with yeah. my, as we dubbed it, my basic bitch uh, <laughs> brewing process, because I used the the just whatever came in the kit, you know. Oh yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna do exactly what it says. And they're like, oh, you're doing the basic bitch thing, whereas yeah. Ross had. His three different grains. Well, I, I had you know I, I had what was in the kit and then I
3: added some biscuit malt and then lactose. Yeah, at the end of the boil, I added lactose to make it a milk porter. So I don't know, but it, it, I think it'll balance out, or it just might well, turn terrible. You also, terrible, <laughs> you also terrible.
5: dumped way too much hops yeah,
3: into it. I, well, said put the hops in. It was like so. I was like, uh, but then you have aroma uh, hops and then flavor
1: hops. So of so course. I was like,
3: well, I got the I got these Hallertau. I'll well, put them in. Um, of course, they wouldn't yeah. give
1: me too many hops to put in this thing. I'll just why, throw why all you, the hops in. <laughs> why don't you
3: separate them into little bags? Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. At I know. Yeah. I got the... overzealous and just dumped the whole pack in. So it yeah. went an ounce when I was supposed to put in a quarter of an ounce. There you go. Yeah. Well,
4: at least it's a more mellow hop, so I think you'd be all right.
3: Yeah, it tasted hoppy when I was, doing the, when I was measuring the OG, but, you know, it's going to. It
5: will, yeah. It tasted, yeah. It was interesting. It had sweet a, and hoppy, sweet and hoppy. Yeah, is is what we tasted when we sampled it before fermentation. Yeah. So I imagine the sweetness is going to go down, but that hop well, yeah hoppiness is going to linger it'll, a little it'll,
4: bit. It'll go down too. Like if you drink stash, um, before we ferment it out, it's it's bitter. I mean you. I mm-hmm. mean it's an IPA, but yeah. But at the same time, it's it's like you give it time to bitter, yeah. and yeah. it comes
5: back down, yeah. right? Gotcha.
3: Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you can bake, you can cook and, you know, it's you kind of have instant results when you're doing that. Whereas with with the beer, it you're cooking, you're pretty much cooking. Cause, you know, you're you're mashing and everything. And, right. But you have to wait at least two weeks to like see <laughs> if it comes out, if it comes out right.
4: Yeah, you yeah. got to take good notes so you can go yeah. back and yeah, That was
3: yeah. The, yeah, we, well, did we,
5: we recorded it so <laughs> so
3: we can listen to, to what we did. So.
5: Yeah, except I wasn't talking to into my mic. So. <laughs> That's true. No, uh, yeah, we did not do a good job. But of you were following notes. directions, so hopefully. Well,
3: yeah, do that.
5: <laughs> i still want to do something this is this is not my... basic or no well yeah not basic not basic bitch brewing yeah. uh but using zero water I, I i think we could do it you can do something pale well we'll have to take the zero water and it sounds like and we'll have to add like, gypsum, and, uh, gypsum and gypsum and calcium and try to balance that just out. a
3: little bit no probably not too much zero water like so why it, like, it, it filters out all the minerals and filters out everything impurities. from your oh, okay. water.
5: So it's like mineral free water basically. So okay. yeah, it's
3: basically RO water. Like RO or, or, or distilled. distilled water.
5: Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So then you take that, you'll have yeah. to add some elements back in. But, um, but
4: yeah, I did that when I was homebrewing. I used distilled or RO water. And yeah, I would add back I would even put in like some Epsom salt, yeah um, and some calcium chloride, some calcium sulfate, pretty much it. But yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah, yeah. We were just using H E B spring water for our homebrew, and it was like, it seemed, you know, I had basic stuff. It was I put it into brewing water into the calculator and everything. It said pretty good for darker beers, so you know.
4: Yeah, I think that's good. I think typically if it's good to drink, it's good good to make beer. Yeah, real. that's yeah yeah. There's some fine tuning there, but yeah. Know, we just didn't want to use
3: uh, Pflugerville water. It was <laughs> straight yeah. from the tap. Yeah, just not, not great. Too much
5: chlorine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, w'e ready for. Uh, Our last uh, Power and and Light light over there?
4: Power and
3: Light, yeah.
5: So this is a pale ale, right?
4: Right, this is a pale ale. Now, did you come
3: up with this, or did they have I did.
4: Um, So when I started, we had Independence Pale Ale. Uh uh, was the pale ale. And uh, anybody that remembers, it had a a girl firing a cannon on the front of it. So when I started, the Independence Pale Ale was basically an IPA. Uh It was... I want to say it was around 6% ABV. It had a bunch of malts and a bunch of hops. I think we had like four different hops in the, in the pale ale. Wow. And this was the first beer that I got to really reformulate. And we renamed it and gave it a new identity. So we kind of took away Independence Pale Ale and created Power and Light. And what I did is stripped everything down. So this is just a blend of uh, half Pilsner malt, half two-row. A little bit of acidulated malt, and then it's just Cascade hops. Mm. So I just tried to go simple, basic, kind of classic, pale. Always love me some Sierra Nevada pale ale. So I just wanted to go with that Cascade profile.
5: My boss asked me why I was taking a half day today. (laughs) And I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. He actually listens to, I think he's listened to every episode of our yeah. podcast. He's our
1: biggest fan. Yeah. Oh, That's nice. not not
5: one of our immediate friends. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, exactly. He, uh, <laughs> not somebody that we he, know, When I told well. him we were coming here, he was like, Independence, how do I know them? And then he looked up and he was like, oh, power and light. I love power and light. So
4: Nice, nice. This beer has been real good to us. We did... Uh, we, want, we did win a World Beer Cup uh, gold medal with this one nice. in, in 2016, so that was pretty rad. But yeah, I think this beer fit uh, a profile we didn't have in our portfolio at the time. So,
3: so are you uh, just a fan of the Pilsner malts? I do.
4: I do like, like yeah. I do like me some Pilsner malt. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a good base. You yeah. Know?
5: So this beer is probably actually the darkest we've had today. So far, yeah. Yeah. Now, of the <laughs> yeah. three, this is the darkest.
3: <laughs> it's still pretty light.
4: Yeah.
5: Right.
2: <laughs> it is still yeah. very light. Yeah.
3: Well, you know, we're open to the elements here, so it's, <laughs>
5: <laughs> we don't want to, we want, we don't want to drink anything really heavy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a nice clean up front with that little bit of bitterness on the back end. Crisp Um, and hoppy, as the can proclaims. Yeah, Cutter. Cutter would probably agree one hundred percent. Oh
3: God, yes. Cutter, who is not here.
5: (laughs) He's never
1: on the border when it comes to his decisions. (laughs) (laughs) He, He
3: just likes it. He likes any anything that's beer. Yeah, what what I always think of when when I think of power and light is the can. It's got that really art deco kind of design. Now, do you have any input on the can designs or is that... Um,
4: not, not typically. Um, this one was kind of modeled after... There's a Seaholm power plant Yeah, that has that kind of art deco look. And I think that's actually the building there on the can. Oh, cool. Um, but... They, um, oh, them, yeah, yeah, it's definitely
5: like inspired. one side of the building says yeah.
4: power and the other side says light and they have a lightning bolt through oh, it. And that makes um, sense. Um, okay. so that's, that's kind of where,
5: where that I, inspiration it, came yeah. from.
3: When I, I always, I always see the can and I think they should be drinking it in the Rocketeer. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I guess a lot of your can design, your naming stuff kind of comes from just places around Austin. Yep. that what y'all kind of go with. Yeah, like yeah, that. that's definitely
4: yeah. a theme with a lot of our beers. And uh we use um a guy uh, Jose Canales uh was a design company here locally that they do a lot of restaurants and bars and and other stuff, but uh gotcha. he's done the, a lot of our can designs and done a really good job with them too. Okay,
5: so. That's cool. Yeah. We've actually come up with our own uh, naming. Yeah,
3: we got some names, but you know, we, know, we've
5: named all of our beers before. We've actually made them. <laughs> Just from doing the podcast, we come up with uh, jokes a, about yeah. different the different <laughs> styles of beers that we're drinking. Yeah. Uh, so, from from that, it's like okay, when if we ever actually like make a beer, even dead at horse home IPA. Bre- yeah, like dead horse IPA, you <laughs> yeah. know, or um, nothing beats a dead horse, right? All that kind of stuff now, we that's have all awesome. this material that we can now re- rely on. to Yeah.
3: Sometimes
4: the name of the beer is just so important. I mean, oh, it, can, yeah. it can go farther than the beer. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
1: I,
3: I think we should actually taste our beers first before we name them.
1: But Yeah, we're not actually hoping to sell any based on the oh, name. Oh, no, no, definitely
5: not. <laughs> well, I mean, but our IPA has to taste like a dead horse, you know. That's, clearly, that's what more the like a saison, maybe, maybe a barnyard sort <laughs> yeah.
3: of when when we started
4: when we started brewing uh loggers on the pilot system we we had some good names cuz i didn't think we were ever going to have the room to do a logger so yeah. we came up with heller high logger was one of our one oh, of our first ones yeah and then we did uh, When pigs logger or oh, right. over <laughs> my <laughs> dead logger
5: yeah
3: <laughs> we that's had good. a lot of good ones i guess yeah that's awesome <laughs> See, i'm re- i'm really liking this pale ale i'm not typically a fan of strong
5: ipas well so what I've been noticing is through doing this, right? Pale ales are typically a lot less bitter than well, your yeah. IPA. Yeah, right?
3: because they're not I cuz I was all, I was
5: like I'm always PAs. hesitant to try a pale ale because yeah. I'm so like Man, if it's any kind of bitterness like yeah, the IPA and a lot of people yeah. make pale ales it. and
3: they make super
5: hoppy, hoppy pale pills,
3: ales.
4: Yeah. We yeah. have shiny diamonds as is, is our Hoppy Pale Ale yeah. or Session IPA It's a little more bitter than this, a little more hops to it. But this one, I I wanted to keep it a little bit more restrained. Yeah, um, I like
3: that. I like that it, it is.
4: These are all late edition hops, so not a lot of uh, bittering hops up front, all on the back end and in the dry so just hops. Getting,
5: yeah, you just flavor and aroma. Right. Cool. Yeah, because aroma-wise, it definitely, it's more bitter aroma-wise, I yeah, think, you get that than hop it actually aroma. tastes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I
3: agree
4: with that. Power and light, tastes just right. <laughs> There you go. That's what they yeah. say.
5: Why doesn't it say that on the can?
2: <laughs> I don't know, but it says that in our
4: marketing stuff. So. Oh, okay.
5: Oh no, it does say it oh, on the can. Oh, it does can. say it. Oh, I just found it.
3: Oh, on the side. Whoopsie. Oh, that side. Okay.
5: I, yeah. You should have known I that thought was it, on the can, dude.
4: It's like I knew it was somewhere. Uh, he's, just, he's just a master <laughs> brewer.
5: He has a, if your marketing team listens to this, at that point, they're just like, fuck, come on. It's <laughs> like,
1: right there, well, bro. It's usually because he has his beer in a three beers in podcast koozie. <laughs> there so you go. so you can't read <laughs> you the can't can. You can't read the can when oh, it's in there. See. Mm, okay.
3: yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense now.
1: <sighs> like I was saying,
4: we won the uh, World Beer Cup with this beer entered as a as a Blondale. Oh really? Just for the record, yeah, this was we entered it. Uh, okay. We entered it a few times. Uh, JBF as a as a pale ale, and um, I guess it just wasn't holding up to the other pale ales that were yeah. were more hoppy and and more malty right. and yeah. kind of yeah. overshadowed. I mean, if,
5: that's, if that's what they're looking for in yeah. the pale ale is maybe well, stronger hop Well, you're brewing to notes. style, really. So I mean, well, this, yeah. I'd say this is more
3: to style than
5: something yeah so I mean, it really depends on who your judges are and what they expect from a pale ale at yeah. that point you know what the yeah. criteria set are and stuff like that so
4: and i thought yeah in the blonde ale category this maybe overshadowed some of those blonde ales uh being that it is more hoppy and and has that pilsner malt in it so yeah it's interesting fact um yeah. but yeah we, we debated changing the can to say blonde ale but still pale ale to me yeah
3: yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. so did you enter anything this
4: year we did uh, we entered we entered the spear again uh, oh, yeah. hoping to defend our title but yeah. nice 2018 was not not as easy I guess not well it's never easy winning it's better for pint uh, house, winning apparently. some of those oh they did great yeah um, all
5: IPAs though yeah
4: oh yeah, they're making some good hoppy I went, beers.
5: I went from interested to disinterested really <laughs> quick. It's like, oh, Pite House, huh? They did really yeah. well? Yeah. All IPAs? Yeah. Oh, I don't care anymore.
4: Yeah. Oh, they're good. They're good IPAs. But uh, anyways, this um, we entered this beer. We entered the Hellas. I think we entered Stash IPA and one other one. I can't remember what else we entered. I don't know. But so, we didn't win anything this yeah. year. So. Oh, okay. so I
3: was reading when, when you... You chose to brew the Hellas because, because that would be a good. It it really shows what you can do, right? Because you brew a Hellas and you can't really hide hide that. Yeah, it's, that's right. It's like you have to do it well, in order for it to taste good. You can't hide hide a bad taste behind a bunch of hops or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
4: there's not much there, so it does come down to to. Water profile and fermentation yeah. um, has to be done right. So, but yeah, love me some good hellas. It's yeah, you know. I think uh, we're lucky that that craft brewers are, are coming back to the lager beers. Yeah. And oh yeah. There's there's more available nowadays, but a couple of years ago it was it was real tough to find a good lager, especially in a craft beer that you could buy commercially. So right,
3: yeah, because it's just ales or pale ales. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it's. I mean it's. It's harder to, to do a logger. Yeah, and, I mean, and it logering, takes longer.
5: Like we, had right. t- we said, you need more equipment. You need. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I think I could turn a tank like three times in the time it makes takes to make a hellas. Wow. So that's you that's know, a lot of beer for yeah. a business. That's hard to hard to justify. Hard to pass that. Up, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Well, I mean, but when you make good beer, yeah, yeah. I think that that should justify itself. But well. Then again when you yeah, got you got you, money. You have the and,
5: it's yeah. a good beer and you have You're also making other good beers that, yes. that you can put out quicker. So. Well, yeah. And it's about what sells and yeah, you know, when it becomes a business, it's a it's more about what sells. Yeah.
4: And the the other hard part is um, you know, it's hard to you can't sell a Hellas for three times more than right. <laughs> you can a Pell so yeah. You, you know, that people expect true. to pay less yeah. for a lager beer than they do for an IPA. I don't uh, I don't get it. You know, but
3: I pay more for a lager.
4: Yeah. I would too, but that's just
3: that's the way of the world. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Oh what? Five percent ABV? Wait, no, this is seven point five. I'll pay more for the seven point five. I get more alcohol that (laughs) way.
5: Yeah. Just wait for the it's coming. The the flavor profile desire has to change. Yeah. People are gonna wake up and realize that to be super malty Too much
3: malt. All malts and no hops. That's what it's gonna I
5: don't know probably, just, no, probably just, won't ever be. just aroma hops Ah, uh, yeah just to smell it so as far as canning is concerned and i talked about this while we were brewing but yeah with the new tariffs on aluminum, aluminum oh yeah right like the do you know if that's going to impact how y'all see canning versus bottling but moving forward. Yeah.
4: It,
3: it, do you, it do you bottle anything other than the Convict Hill? or
5: um,
4: The Convict Hill and the Amber are the two that okay. we're bottling now. So Amber is available in cans and bottles, the Austin Amber. But um,
3: I, I think that's we're... That's the one that, yeah, that's the one that I've always seen.
2: Yeah.
4: yeah. I think we're moving away from, from bottles. And the aluminum thing will affect us, and I think stainless as well oh, is, yeah? is on that. Oh, dang. Um, oh, yeah, where, it's steel. That's, yeah, yeah. So... It'll affect us, but buy your tanks just, now. Yeah, got to keep know. going. Got to keep doing it. Yeah,
5: That's, pitch, pitch that to your. Hey, we need more money <laughs> to buy tanks to before buy more the, prices, tanks before go the prices, prices go up. Yeah, yeah, we need
4: to buy some wood, uh, some wooden fooders and some <laughs> wooden fermentation yeah. vessels.
3: Right. That makes yeah that it just makes financial sense. <laughs> that's right. No but but giant cool ship. Yeah, you know it's it's yep. going
5: to be interesting to see. We do need a cool ship. Copper right now, kettles. Right now, the the trend has been for more people to go to canning, right? Right. Um, and it's so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, how everyone we've talked to, that, it's like that's I mean, what the that's what the market wants. It's like. A 10% increase for the raw aluminum, how does that translate into what it costs to, get a, the beer. to, yeah. get, well, to get a can to put <laughs> the beer in, right? right, right. Um, because all that will be a factor. And so it's like, well, we have to move away from doing cans now because it just makes more financial sense to do bottles. But I'm imagining the move to cans was more because they're more accessible you can take them yeah. more places right so you have that trade-off of like yeah cans are easier for the consumer to take around with them can't they take can bottles park. to redbud you can't take bottles to redbud you can't take <sighs> them to the beach right you can't yeah. you know
4: and they're uh more stackable that's uh, what we, i like that, could, i i've pointed yeah.
3: that out before and it's like, yeah.
4: We can fit more on a pallet or a lot of retail spaces can fit more in the fridge. So, oh, yeah. Um, I didn't think yeah, about you, the you logistics can probably of it. Fit like like
3: logistically. Two, two stacks w- where you just fit one, one six-pack. Right. Yeah.
5: In my in my future podcast Euro fridge, it's going to be a lot easier <laughs> to put a bunch <laughs> of cans hands, that's yeah. right. versus the bottles. The bottles sure. are going to be an, an annoyance to me in the future. Yeah.
4: And mm-hmm. we have a longer shelf life on cans, which that, uh, helps as well. Really? So it's uh, less, what do you call it, light struck. Uh, you know. Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, whereas, I don't know if we, we talked about that. I've talked about this to other people. I don't know. We did on
1: the, uh, when you guys were making your beer. We talked a little bit about it.
3: Okay. Yeah. Because sunlight is one of the enemies of beer. It'll skunk it in with, within minutes. So, and that's why there are brown bottles out there because right. they filter right. out most of that UV light. Which, another thing,
5: though, I actually is, had to put a rag on like a dish towel yeah. on top of yours because Amy won't leave the door closed in the pantry. <laughs> and well, I'm like
3: Well, the thing is, you're going to ruin what Ross's beer. What, what are I I you read, doing? If you take a, <laughs> I used uh, to put T-shirts a paper, <laughs> yeah, on my,
5: on my carboys.
3: <laughs> a, a paper grocery bag. You cut a hole in the top oh, and you put it no, over okay. the, that's what I, that's what I've read. Who has but
5: paper groceries bags I anymore? Know. I don't know. I well,
1: don't up in uh, in Austin, because they have they, they can't Your do the.
5: They on. use plastic. Oh, okay. Well, you got to buy not, those plastic bags now. They're not hippie enough, you know. <laughs> no, Pflugerville still gives you no, the yeah. little plastic bags. Like. Yeah,
3: they're they're not a city of Austin. <laughs>
1: right. Uh-huh.
5: It's a city ordinance. So Pflugerville yeah. hates seals. Yes. Otters. Hates. All yes,
1: those yeah. things yeah. that. So so but no. Well,
3: fluorescent uh, sunlight and fluorescent light, fluorescent light I, I probably takes a little bit longer, but it will skunk your beer. Oh. That's why if you see clear bottles, you know, it, it's best to stay away. Corona, you, just, that, just Corona stay away. Now, it doesn't matter what color bottle well, that's in. It's already it's,
1: skunky. Well, but
3: yeah. No, cool, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it
2: doesn't, and, corona,
5: and, it doesn't matter. They're doing and that on green, purpose. Green bottles, <laughs> Dude, like you add uh, like, like
3: your dose. Yeah, add lime to take away the scum. If, if it tastes bad, <laughs> add more lime. Yeah, That's all you yeah, do. Exactly. But uh, also, green bottles, like your doseekies, that only filters out like thirty percent of that UV light. But I think it was it was Mike at, at Live Oak who was saying that they put an enzyme into Corona or anything that, that not anything, but some that use the clear bottle. To keep it from getting light struck, which I don't know if I would like to drink that. It probably wouldn't taste different, but adding an an additional enzyme, just kind of, I'm just iffy about that. Yeah. Also, I I was reading and I, I can't believe it. I don't know. But some brewers, the skunk taste is like part of their taste profile for a certain beer. And it's like, yeah, I can't, I can't believe it. I don't know. I don't know.
4: Yeah, a little while back um uh Jester King uh
3: oh, okay. put out well Jester King they'll do they'll do anything. <laughs> yeah, they they
4: purposely started using some green bottles because they liked um some of the the Belgian sours that they yeah. were getting in green bottles that it it does in part a flavor and if you if you want that
3: I could see you that. Could I could see that really in a that, farmhouse. Maybe. I mean,
5: where you well, got all, where you already
3: have all that barnyard kind of flavor. I mean, right. And then when right. he
5: said sour, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah I could see it. Like yeah. you, you could get something little, out of it. A
3: little skunky sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Like or I don't know. It. I feel no, like you'd no, still, have to. I still don't like it. I don't know. The more know. the
5: more light exposure, I'm sure the more that becomes pronounced. Yeah. So right. I'm sure they have to like they probably have to regulate like how long those bottles sit. And stuff like that, more so than. But
3: that's the thing. You, once it's out there in the world, you can't really. No, I've I seen. Mean, you, you, I've seen you the get... same,
5: I've seen the Sam adam commercials. They go like <laughs> store to store and like check the date that on That is their true. If you're, if you're self
3: self distributing, uh, yeah, you can do that.
4: Well, um and when I do buy my High Life, I buy them
3: in the oh, like cardboard, like yeah. the
4: twelve packs, so, so it's covered. Yeah. Uh, I, but I have to say, um, I don't know what it is, but High Life is definitely better out of the bottle because whenever I bought it in the cans, it, it, I don't know, it seems.
3: Yeah, that, was, that was something that we discussed on an earlier podcast. Whether we like cans or bottles, like the taste. It, it varies beer to beer. For probably, me, it depends yeah. on the beer, yeah. Yeah. Because
2: yeah. yeah. certain. I certain mean,
3: especially, you know, like a Delbert's Day bottle condition and stuff like that. So it's made to be in that bottle. So, their can, I would say we, we've had their stuff out of their bottles, and then they, we've had stuff from their cans, which I thought their cans were just like, eh. But the stuff out of the bottles was, was just a lot better. They haven't been canning as long as well, they've been bottling as and well. You have to, so.
5: Like m- metal, you know, aluminum is not excluded from this, but there are properties of the metal that will introduce themselves, and you will kind of have a little bit of metallic-y taste sometimes when you uh, drink from a metal can mm-hmm. or, you know even tin cans or any of those types of things, you know? So you have to think like that versus maybe the skunkiness from light, you know, all these different variables in, into all these decisions. It's high science, man. High science. Is <laughs> that working with mercury. It's high science, man. It's art form. Yeah. You an artist. I think yeah. my
1: complaint is that every time I, I go to a gas station, I get the bottles because it's pretty much all they have, unless you want Bud Light or whatever. Yeah. And so you go and you get the bottles and you show up at a, uh, an apartment or a house and they're like, all right, the cooler is outside. Great. So I need to drink these now because these things are going to go warm real quick. <laughs> and then by the time you're like dry drinking, it's like, I don't I have no idea what this tastes like. The first one's good if it's cold. And then after that, it's just all downhill from there. But when it's cans, you can dig Whoa. that. You can put that in yeah, the ice I, deep. Yeah. Keep it, cool. it in there.
3: I'm oh. always worried about a, a glass breaking, but, you know. Actually, I've never worried about a glass bottle breaking, really, but, you know, if you're drinking out of a glass, but...
5: Well, you're not going to set that in the ice. That's because you're well, be you're clearly just an inconsiderate asshole. Then, because yeah, yeah, I've seen plenty of broken bottles around places that there shouldn't be any blo- broken bottles. Hey, that, uh, I'm hey, walking barefoot, I was, motherfucker. I was not. That was not me. Well, that we're not, time we're not
1: talking about baby broken bottles. <laughs> we're, we're talking about beer bottles. <laughs> talking about baby broken
5: bottles, either. Baby bottles.
1: <laughs> She's just like break them on a table. Let's go at this. A, <laughs> uh, Let's
5: do this. One and a half year old. So, oh sweet. Yeah, there's a lot of. Stuff that's probably gonna get yeah, broken. broken soon in my life. Yeah, yep. she, really sure. yeah, she really likes to play with my Blu ray pr- player. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, bing, Yeah, that's gonna work. I broke uh,
1: my family's tape player when I was five, I, I was just kept just, shoving that tape yeah. in there. She, yeah,
5: she ejected the disc tray, and I was just like, Wait, what? She's it, about to like, was it Pacific No, she's just about to fall Grim on the disc tray and just like smash it off or something like that. I'm like, No, don't play with that
4: anymore. Yeah, yeah, I took all, of a I took sudden, all the knobs put... off of my, my entertainment center yeah. when my kids nice. were that little. So there was no knobs, you couldn't
3: like All of a sudden you gotta get put put stuff it. up higher.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I see you have some Lagunitas posters in here. Is yeah, that, we do. Is that uh something you can talk about? Your Yeah. What are you doing with a little with, bit with Or you planning to do like collaborate or anything um no
4: i mean there's nothing on the table there for collaboration yet i mean i'd be down do a beer with them but they came in and gave us a little investment money mm-hmm. to help us grow so
3: so they're just basically invest just silently just like yeah are they and they're not, so they're not silent, like ex- but they're oh, okay. yeah they're
4: they're um they just put some money, but up they're for not us expecting to, to like
3: move in and like. No, do. Okay. no,
4: they they were um, looking for investment opportunities. We were looking for some more money. Yeah, and well, that makes sense. Okay. They kind of found us and and came and checked us out and saw what we were about. So they definitely invested some money into us. They're not majority owners or anything. Yeah. So okay. it's it's uh okay. So you also you uh, also
5: maintain your anonymity a little bit. Okay. And they're, they're there to help us out.
4: You know, if, if we need, if we need help, they've, they've been there and done, done that. They're definitely a good, uh, resource for us. If I need any help with anything. Oh yeah. I mean, because they've been,
3: oh man, they have so many beers that they do. Yeah. And they do crazy stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, they've pretty much done. I don't, I don't know if they've done it all, but they've done a whole lot. I don't know.
5: What do they make? I, like, if they you say make, the name uh, Lagunitas to me, I don't come up with They make weed-flavored beer. What?
3: Yeah. Oh they yeah, have, yeah, that's uh, they, a newer thing,
4: I think.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, um, that was something they did for 420. They also have Waldo's, which is also related to 420, but not... But not like uh, their cannabis, gotcha. Whatever it was called, I can't remember. But they also have a uh, brown ale. They have a whole lot of like, just they have a ton of IPAs. They yeah, just they, have... they do a lot of hoppy beers. Yeah, uh, so oh, Lagunitas okay. IPA. I think is their, where are they their based main, out of? They're, um, they're in California, uh, Petaluma,
4: right? yeah, California. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they also have a brewery in Chicago now. Oh, and they're, um, yeah. Okay. They're they're pretty big, but they've definitely been helping us out. And um, and I don't know, not really changing anything or, or that's cool. you know okay yeah that's good um which is cool and i, I got to go to chicago and check out their brewery <laughs> and that was nice but uh pretty big operation over there
5: yeah, yeah. Did, <laughs> did that like strike you as well they distribute nationwide well, so, well but yeah. no like going up to their brewery in chicago like more industrial more like sterile you know what i'm uh it, yeah you know what i'm kind of saying like you 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 kind of look at what a craft brewer does around here and it's like, yeah, it's a, it, you know, you, you use a lot of, you know, higher end equipment, but like when you get to that level of production, you know, it becomes like yeah. more regulated, uh, more regulated, more internal control, more yeah. um, people like there is a, like the f- worker on the floor, you have a designated role that is your role, kind of. Yeah, you know.
1: I think Clint wants to know: Do they have yeah. robots?
5: <laughs> <laughs> they don't. That's not what I, no. I mean. Do they some, have robots? Some, <laughs> they, don't <laughs> they don't have
1: <laughs> robots. There's, there's more
4: automation there. So there's not, you know, like on the brew house, there wasn't a bunch of people standing up on the brew house. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of stuff's automated, but um, they kind of talk like where we're at is is where they were at ten years ago. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they, they know how to grow that, and they're you know
3: oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah. Very cool.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah so you can you can you know get ideas from what what they did and then just just follow suit. yeah, shoot. yeah and, you
5: know, get to where that they That's are it. today and like yeah
3: maybe sooner than 10 years and, yeah
5: yeah yeah classic hopefully. classic pitch is what i'm call me cynical but classic <laughs> business pitch right there <laughs> yeah
3: yeah y'all are
5: where we were yeah, and now we're going to take control. No, <laughs> yeah, we'll see it's, what happens. But yeah. so
4: far, it's been it's been good, man. It's yeah. been nothing but positive. Serious. Just helps so, you all, help
5: y'all yeah. buy the extra equipment you need to do more logging and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. that's Those awesome.
4: Tanks we got, we're logging now. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: have they inspired you to make any new beers with the equipment that they've kind of helped you guys build um, out?
4: No, I mean not directly, but we did purchase a centrifuge this year, which which is helped us get beers through a little bit quicker and uh clear up beers quicker so yeah okay. uh, that was a big plus and then other than that they just um they want to do events with us and and throw parties and oh, that's cool uh, oh, they've okay. included us in a lot of their parties and stuff like that so it's cool when we went to nashville for the uh, craft brewers conference and world beer cup we got to take some of our beer and serve it with with them and it's cool you know it's just a a win-win on on our side so awesome man. it's been cool yeah yeah
5: that's awesome dude yeah cool so. all right so i i think we got one last question clint you wanna oh yeah 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 we do we do definitely have one last question um the fifth element <laughs> is it a good movie or a bad movie that's fun to watch
4: I'd say it's a good movie. <laughs> yes. Um, Fuck you, Cutter. It's a All good right. movie. I need to watch it again, man. It's been a while since I've seen it. I, uh, my memory's not so good these days. And, yeah. uh, but I remember liking it. I remember thinking it was pretty good.
5: Nice. Okay. No, don't don't even, yeah. don't qualify that opinion. <laughs> I, you just own it. Just, I like a lot of movie. worse movies
2: than no, that. No, 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 no.
4: <laughs> See, you're qualifying. No, no. Um, but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
5: no, I get it. <laughs> sorry it's a running competition uh we are we are still probably break even right now probably yeah because
3: yeah, like a... i think the last
5: uh <laughs> with, we had the beer museum on
3: last and i think they said that it was a bad movie yeah that's well, watch.
5: no we had our first ever person that uh said he straight up just did not like yeah, that movie. Yeah, that's true. Cutter and I were both like, what? That's not part of that's, the question. That's I think <laughs> Cutter was fine with that. I, I was think. not. I was like, what are you talking about?
4: Get out of my house. Yeah, we need to ask our friends over at Alamo Draft House. There That'd you go. That'd be, be a good place. We uh, could do some... John Gross.
3: <laughs> Independence and Alamo. <laughs> yeah. Just watching we, watching uh, Fifth Element with,
5: with some light and power. That's um, actually... We should do it like get like a lot of the breweries together to watch Fifth Element because we're gonna ask this question of like every brewery we interview. (laughs) I need to revisit. Um, We'll keep tallying. Stand by my. We'll all watch it together and be like, come out of it like we can all argue.
0: (laughs) Is it a good movie?
5: (laughs) Yes. No.
1: You're gonna have slips of paper that you hand out to people as they exit. No, we'll (laughs) do it verbally.
5: Like everybody, anybody who wants to say it's not a good movie has to defend their position.
4: (laughs) All right. You have a buzzer.
5: Yeah, that's
1: right. (laughs) If I had a buzzer, anyone who
5: said no, it's just
1: wrong, wrong, wrong. It's more like a what do they call it? Where the floor drops out from below? That's right, trapdoor. <laughs> trapdoor. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
5: you don't think it's good? <laughs> Goodbye.
1: I hope you like these sharks. <laughs>
5: oh, there's sharks now. Okay. With laser beams. A laser. No. <laughs> laser. We could
1: do dogs. No. Nah. We'd have dogs chase them out of the building. Cool. All
3: right. So yeah. So we've had we've had our three, and I'd say I have their ones all
5: around for me. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. No zeros in this lot. Um, favorite though, Ooh. what do you think? I would say the, the Pilsner, three?
3: the new yeah,
5: Native Texan Pilsner. I feel like I feel like the uh, Berliner Weiss yeah is more fun to drink. It is yeah, just because it's a different it's a different profile. It's, it's like got that cucumber, and uh, I like sour beers to begin with, so it's got true. that sourness. It's got the cucumber accent on it. It's oh man, I enjoy them.
1: Nice. Nice. So I've had the power and light before. Yeah. Still number 1. Oh. And I was really apprehensive of drinking red bud with a cucumber cuz that you never know. But I would say if you're a wine drinker who is really apprehensive about drinking beer, any kind of beer, uh, drink that red bud with a cucumber cuz that that'll yeah. Gateway get you, beer. yeah, it's a gateway beer. It'll get yeah. you there cuz it's like it it has that light flavor with kind of a obviously cucumber but but what you said earlier like a melony kind of taste so yeah, there's a little yeah. bit of fruit tones to it yeah um, i so think
3: that that's in the cucumber does that on its yeah. own yeah i agree yeah.
5: a white wine drinker right sure maybe Red right. wine
1: that's probably no, not they're, your gateway not, they're beer. probably yeah you gotta, like you gotta find
5: something else yes. something dryer. yeah some drier yeah uh,
1: so fuck you cutter
5: <laughs> <laughs> yes <It's laughs> two two fuck you <laughs> cutters <laughs> It um, is it
4: is popular with the, the non beer drinkers yeah, that come we, into the tasting room.
3: So
5: we actually didn't get to this one, so sorry. One more. Of your beers, which is your favorite Yeah,
3: I did I was I was wondering if we yeah. had asked that. We didn't. Yeah. Um Should we say drink
5: and make? Yeah. I think
1: those are two different things
3: probably.
4: Oh yeah,
5: yeah. let's yeah. let's break it up. Favorite to make okay. favorite to drink. Okay.
4: I like it. Uh my favorite beer to make, uh stash IPA. Okay. And I do love drinking stash when I'm at home and I'm done for the day. But uh, but my favorite beer to drink right now, I'd say, is the Hellas. Um, oh yeah, okay. I'm still I'm 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 feeling the pilsner out. I think it's still a little green, and I think in a couple of weeks it's going to be my favorite probably. Really? Because okay. Because I'll be cool. out of Hellas and.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to be like yeah. Dang, I love that. You had half you can't a pellet left, so <laughs> yeah, you're going to be out yeah, of that. Yeah, it's going to be gone real quick. Yeah.
5: That's awesome. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. cool. Do you, does it. For, uh, for some, it's like picking... Be- do you feel like it's picking between your children? Or do you have a favorite child, too? No. <laughs>
4: no. I like both of my childs. No, I think it's pretty... I don't know. I do go go through different seasons where I like different beers. We had Illustrated Man which was a, ke- a kettle sour with yeah. blackberries, boysenberries oh, uh, that and sounds raspberries. And that's
3: that's still yeah, available and, uh, in your tap
4: room,
5: right? It is, yeah. yeah.
4: Can I, and uh can i get some. When we're when we're making that uh seasonally, man, I like I really like that beer. Um Yeah, that's it's really good. It so. sounds
5: awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah.
5: Again, but uh
4: I but like I change some. it up, you know. I'm I don't like to stick to the same same thing too much, so
5: do y'all do a lot of seasonal stuff? We yep. do about three or four seasonals. Y'all have like four planned this year, right? Right, right. Gotcha. So,
4: yeah. Uh, I think we're going to be doing a. Um, um, well, shit. I don't know if I should say that. We, we What? I'm <laughs> not sure. Know. Yeah. Exclusive. We're, yeah, you got we're kind of. Yeah.
3: But. We've, well, don't get in trouble. Yeah, we're okay. talking about doing a Belgian triple. Um, what? Oh, nice. Later,
4: later this year. So are
3: you doing? Is that a collaboration, or are you just doing that on your own? No,
4: it's just it's just a, a seasonal kind Very of cool. one off for yeah. us. But um, we're I still trying it. to figure that out. So yeah,
3: might have to bottle uh, that. You yeah. know, know,
4: might have to do it now that I said something I really,
2: I <laughs> really out there yeah. in the universe yeah, yeah no you can't take it back no
5: can
1: we call uh, that three beers in we don't <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. we
5: don't have that many listeners you know you're not nation committed or anything well,
3: no, no. Uh, yeah,
5: we have a good we got amount. a couple people yeah, yeah. Um, chances going to be son of a
4: bitch it will at least be a pilot brew
5: there you go you know, I can't think you like, have to I, come, down, come down to the tap room I don't for think it. I've tried enough Belgian triples yeah. I need to try some more because when you say Belgian triple I don't think like i don't know exactly what that is yeah off the top of my head no
3: i can i can understand that if you haven't had it if you haven't if you don't know what it is it's
5: but at the austin uh beer festival that they had i know there were a lot of breweries that had belgian triples now which made me think that that's like a coming trend kind of thing like everybody's gonna jump on belgian triples and or yeah, maybe I'm they're just trying to get there. rid
1: of it before no, you know. the season was out. <laughs> I yeah, I don't think that's, uh, no. that's the case. But no. yeah,
3: yeah, cool. I, th- I think I've noticed a couple more. Yeah, lately, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, that's something to look forward to. That's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited.
5: One. Nice. Yeah.
3: So, uh, so yeah, thanks everybody for joining us. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. You know, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram. Check out our Patreon. We added a couple new levels on there. So if you donate, we can get you a koozie. If you donate $2 a month, I think it is. If you donate $6, we will get you a glass, you know. And we got some other stuff up on there. We got donate and pick a beer for us. I don't know. Or just pick a beer. Don't give us money. Just pick a beer. I don't care. We'll drink nice. what you want. Yeah. yeah. Or there, there's for twenty five. You can do a challenge beer. Oh, really? So whatever <laughs> they can do a challenge beer on us. Yeah,
5: oh, whatever, man. whatever you want. They're gonna do like a triple IPA, something that's <laughs> like so yeah. super bitter, skunky. And I'm gonna have to get three beers in on that. Yeah, that's we're, gonna be so, tough. So we're gonna
1: get a pickle, Heffen, Heffenweizen. <laughs> oh man.
5: <laughs> yeah. So so thanks everybody for
3: joining us. Unfortunately, Tony couldn't be here. Rose all day, but low tea affects us
5: all. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, this is Ross. Clint. I'm still Joel. And we'd like to thank our special guest, Brandon, for joining us. Thank
4: you. Thank you for having me.
5: And this is the podcast.
2: This is the
0: podcast. Thanks for sticking around. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, and tune in. If you like what you heard, rate and review us on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast, and check out our website, threebeersinpodcast.com. Three, the number three threebeersinpodcast.com. You can find information about us in the show along with the links to all of our episodes and our really cool merchandise. While you're on our site, you can tell us what you like, what you don't like. And if you don't like us, then why the hell are you still here? You should have turned us off long ago. But if you're just going to listen to us anyway, and you should probably subscribe too. And if you'd like a transcript of our podcast, write down everything that we just said. And now we're recording. <laughs>